0: And now, a special edition of the Toddcast Podcast.
1: COVID certainly slowed the world down, put a strain on our economy, kept people in-house on, quote-unquote, lockdown. But that also means there was a ton of time for us to do interviews, and we've had some absolute beauties this year, and that's what this week is all about. You'll hear from nine guests in this best-of 2020 podcast a reminder you can subscribe on itunes spotify and soundcloud we're part of the dean blundell network out of toronto as well at deanblundell.com and the boot crew media network out of new orleans at bootcrewmedia.com spell k-r-e-w-e that said let's get into this best of 2020 podcast and highlights from some musical guests this year david gogo has been playing guitar since the age of five at 15. He got the chance to meet Stevie Ray Vaughan at the Royal theater in Victoria, a life changing moment, a big moment in his life. As you might expect at 16, David was getting regular work as a musician. Then he formed a band called The Persuaders. They opened up for some great bands, Johnny Winter, Buddy Guy. David is a Maple Blues Award winner, multiple Juno Awards nominee, Western Canadian Music Awards nominee. And when he was a guest, we talked about his career highlights and playing on stage with B.B. King.
2: I've sat in with um, Albert Collins, Johnny Winter, and B.B. King. So probably you know Johnny was always a hero but I'd have to say to, to get you know to be standing on stage and, and trading guitar like with B.B. King that's probably got to be it.
1: And like what's that what's that like?
2: <laughs> like, well, like I not
1: know there's B.B. King playing with you. Really? I was
2: 21 or 22 at the time so it was even more surreal, you know. Yeah. But the fact that fact that he was a really super nice guy made it so much easier. I bet. You know, if, 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 so he, he was just encouraging. In fact, I was kind of playing quietly because I was trying to be respectful, and he, he kind of cocked his hand behind his ear and said, like, I can't hear you, and the bass player looked at me and goes, turn it up.
1: Right. Like encouraging. Let's go.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I turned the amp up, and, uh, and there I was. So it was. But it was weird. It was over in Switzerland. Oh, yeah. So you know, I was walking on Sunshine, you know, <laughs> wow, I just played with B.B. King, so I went down to an after-hours jam, and mm-hmm. played a bunch more, and actually played with B.B.'s band, just kind of fronted the band, and did that, but by the time I got back to my hotel room, I just couldn't sleep. And
1: yeah, there's no sleep kind of that night.
2: No, and no. I, I, I kind of looked at the clock, and I tried to phone some people back in Canada, and, you know, back then it was a little more difficult to phone through the hotel
1: and everything, mm-hmm. but yeah. I
2: just, I, I couldn't sleep, I went wow, holy shit, I just I just played on stage
1: with BB King. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. You'll know Anti-Flag is a politically charged band. Their lyrics, their activism, focused on human rights. Lately, they've shown support for the global Occupy Together movement, and when their singer, Justin Sane, was a guest in early 2020, late February kind of thing, we talked about U.S. politics. If you follow the band, you won't be surprised at what he had to say.
3: I think it's an important to talk about just in that we're not living in normal times I mean we right now have a president that has normalized racism sexism homophobia transphobia um, bigotry in general mm-hmm. um, so you know I think it's it's important that that we acknowledge that so that we can push back against it and, and, you know, I think it's important for us to state publicly where we stand right now and to know that, um, you know, it, it's not a time where I, where people can sit on the sidelines. I, I, I just think that, you know, I don't want to, in 10 years, somebody to ask me, how the fuck did you let that happen?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And for me, just to say, yeah, I didn't raise my voice. I didn't, I didn't. Uh, tried to push back against that. Um, but, you know, I think the antidote to it in a lot of ways, because our politics is so divisive right now and it's so ugly, uh, you know, just in the fact that we literally have a president who encourages his followers to commit violence against other citizens of our country. Right. Um, and people who are different than them. Um and, and for that reason, I think the antidote to that is kindness. You know, I think in 2020, it's punk as fuck to be kind, um, because the status quo is to to be a, a racist, bigoted, xenophobe, mm-hmm. and uh, y- you know, making that extra effort, you know, just to be good to, to the people around you, and you know, so I've, I'm honestly like, I've been making a conscious effort when I'm in public, like to be more thoughtful of people to be more mindful of people um and and of course in my personal life too
1: and to say that jane's addiction is one of the most influential rock bands of the 90s would be accurate their first two albums nothing shocking ritual Ritual, cemented their place in rock and earned them a cult-like following then in 1991 their farewell tour it's the launch of the first lollapalooza literally making them cultural icons. They reunited in 97 with flea from the chili peppers. Now on bass. in 2008, the original lineup reunited, they toured the world. They released the great escape artist in 2011, their fourth album. They were nominated for induction into the rock and roll hall of fame in 2016. And when Jane's addiction drummer, Steven Perkins was a guest, how cool is this? We talked about Perry Farrell putting together Lollapalooza, with a bunch of the bands and friends that they knew and respected.
5: The first Lollapalooza was a great combination of bands that we loved, but none of the bands could sell the tickets by themselves. Chili Peppers was 92, but the first Lollapalooza was 91. Right. But the, the, the first Lollapalooza we had, Butthole Surfers, Henry Rollins, uh, Ice-T and Body Count, uh, Susie, it, Living right. Color, Nine Inch Nails, uh, even the Violent Femmes and fishbone joined up for three shows it's not really talked about as much because they weren't on the original lineup but they came in and it was um it was a realization for not only promoters and the industry that this music now can sell tickets just as uh the the hard rock heavy metal van halen's and motley cruz were selling tickets so uh but we needed this we needed a package so to speak but we only had one stage you know the show started at one in the afternoon and then henry came out you know and it wasn't a bunch of different stages and a different things happening all through and you got to mingle from one place to another it, would be, it was mm-hmm. concentrated mm-hmm. but um it really was about james addiction and uh seeing sort of like the tip of the arrow i mean we needed the whole stick to be the arrow but we were the arrowhead and we were sharpened and we were uh uh, you know, we had vision. And even in the L.A. scene back in the day before all this, the crowd was full of filmmakers and writers and, and, and visionaries. Today's, you know, today's directors were at the gig back then thinking about, wow, I'd make a movie out of this. This would be a cool movie, this scene, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I think it was a, a collective and a, and a collaboration and also it was global pulling Susie out of England over here, you know, pulling living color from New York, you know, we, we tried to make sure that that actual tour represented everything that we thought was a uh, quality and, and, had and in a sense, rock and roll doesn't really mean much, except in my opinion, it means, you know, do it your way and and Susie did not sound like living color, and they weren't going to do gigs together. Mm. The Butthole Surfers, you know, weren't going to do gigs with Body Count, but we did, and, mm-hmm. and it was this beautiful, you know, it was like a, it was like mixing at the bar, you know. What are you going to put some vodka, you know, to Long Island iced tea? There's seven different types of alcohol <laughs> in there, but it tastes good, you know. So yeah, we were totally. making the Long Island iced
6: tea of of, of, a, of a of a show. Musical guests of the Cast podcast are powered by the Railway Stage and Beer Café. Check them out at 579 Dunsmuir, downtown Vancouver. Now, listen to this on the Toddcast Podcast.
1: Chances are you'll best know drummer Dave Lombardo from his time with Slayer. He's on nine of their albums, without question, one of the best thrash drummers all time. Drummer World named him the godfather of double bass. He's not in Slayer anymore. Instead, he's playing with Suicidal Tendencies, Dead Cross, Mr. Bungle, and The Misfits, where he finds time. And when Dave was a guest, we talked about aliens and the Egyptian pyramids, binge-watching Dead Files, seeing Ted Nugent and ACDC in concert, how punk rock influenced his playing, radio in the 80s, Zeppelin's physical graffiti album. We talked about the power of music and how it heals people. It really is something, isn't it? Listen to this. Music is just, it's my life. And, yeah. and any...
7: In meet in different mediums different bands the variety of work that I do is very satisfying to my character and my nature you know it's just uh, you know my iPod uh, you know or, or iTunes is, is just there you would be surprised you know on the different styles I bet and you know it's um, it's just you gotta love all music man.
1: There's something about music; it literally heals people. It does, it does, and I find it uh, uh,
7: very healing in a lot of ways, and and uh, soothing, totally. and sometimes even the most the simplest melodies just puts you in this, uh, you know, kind of euphoric place. Like, wow, that that is it's a beautiful piece. Yeah. You know, and when it when it pulls, it just, I'm not talking like vocal music. I'm talking like, you know, instrumental. You know, instrumentals when, you know, composers could could pull at your heartstrings, and it's like, oh my god, you know, this piece just, you know, just crushed me, it, you know, in a good way. It just yeah. felt so good. Yeah, yeah. And and then some music is just plain right disturbing, but <laughs> not disturbing in a bad way. In a good way, you know, where it's, man, this makes me, you know, I, I feel like I'm growing demonic wings yeah. or something just by listening to this.
1: Like you know? there's something I eerie that. about that, uh, yeah, that tone or whatever it is, the vibe of that music. I totally know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah,
7: big time. And so... Yeah, like you say, there's good in all styles of music.
6: Listen to this on the Toddcast Podcast is brought to you by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley, an ICBC-approved repair shop. Find them online at tedcorvsuppliesinc.com.
8: Is there only this moment? Because I can't breathe. Me find the words to speak. I feel there's a battle, men, a cut so deep. Why do I hide the pain that's killing me? Who bring the shovel? To help bury our troubles away with our beliefs. Will they stay for the ceremony or break us from this prison? Oh, my, our hearts bleed. So I send this transmission with blinded faith. I hope my world. Now I lead the procession to watch the rain Flirt the world of all our mistakes Who bring the shovel? Who bring the priest? To help bury our troubles away with our belief Stay for the ceremony Or break us from this prison Oh my, our hearts bleed Oh my, our hearts, they bleed Crying I don't know how to shake this disease I'm praying down on my knees But I don't believe Who'll bring the priest to help bury our troubles away with our beliefs? Will they stay for the ceremony or break us from this prison? Oh my, our hearts bleed. Oh my, our hearts
1: have always loved that guy sound the band is wild dove a new project from devon of echo nebraska just put it together a little while back a new song called all hearts bleed and another band that we talked pre-covid about playing at the railway with the podcast so hopefully we can dial those things up again uh, with them sometime soon prior to wild dove in listen to this former slayer drummer dave lombardo current uh, suicidal tendencies dead cross mr bungle he talks about the power of music and how it heals people. That is powered by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley. RV repair and service, ICBC accredited. Find them online at tedcoRVSuppliesInc.com. It played you a band called Civiliana as well, and a great song for those guys called Carry a Light. A really good band. Looking forward to seeing these guys live. Okay, Todd's Trolls is coming up in just a little bit as well. The stupid, the mean, the hurtful, but really the funny things. You know, the funny things that people say to what you post and what you read, what you see online. This week, my morning jacket, Bill and Ted face the music, and the Indie 500, a best of. They get chirped off, powered by The Garage, games and geekery in Maple Ridge. It's your place to play warhammer DD, slate trolls lots more find them online at garagegames.ca first let's get back to more guest highlights in this best of 2020 podcast and a few of our sporting guests in may 2012 Marlon esparza qualified to compete at the 2012 olympics and became the first woman to qualify for the olympics in the first year the women's boxing was an olympic event she won the bronze medal Maybe you've seen her in the CNN documentary in her corner, Latino in America too. She was the subject of that documentary. Marlon was voted the Houston Fighter of the Year in 2010, 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014. And when Marlon was a guest, she shared her career highlights involving Golden Boy promotions and, of course, competing at the Olympics.
9: I would definitely say right now it would be up in the air between getting signed by Golden Boy or going to the games. Because I, I think people are like, oh, get, going to the Olympics would probably be my number one.
4: Mm-hmm.
9: But it's I've gotten so many... People don't realize how many opportunities I've gotten equally, both like financially and just media-wise, from both. Yeah. that I can't really say... Because until it's all over and said and done, I can't really say which one's better. Right. But as of right now, I guess people would take it as the Olympics. But, I mean, I would say it's the draw right now between getting signed or, or going to the
1: games. Doug McLean started coaching hockey at the University of New Brunswick in 1980, moving on to be the assistant coach for the St. Louis Blues and Washington Capitals. Eventually, he'd work his way through the system, become the Panthers head coach, got them to the Eastern Conference Championships in 1996. If you remember, he was swept. The team got swept by the Avalanche that year in the final. He was the Blue Jackets general manager in 1998. They didn't make the playoffs during his six seasons with the club. You've seen and heard him on sports radio in Toronto at the Fan 590. 2009, he was on Hockey Central Radio. He was on Sportsnet. And when Doug was a guest of the podcast, he talked about winning or trying to win the Stanley Cup and how hard it is to win the hardest of all sports.
0: Well, it was. Uh, the, the year Crow won it, uh, Crawford won it. He beat a ex- third-year expansion team. I mean, yeah, it was it was a grind. I mean, uh, to go through. I mean, we went through the seven weeks to the. We got to the Stanley Cup Finals, and it was a grueling, grueling uh, seven or eight-week experience. But one of the the best experiences you ever through with your life. So winning the Stanley Cup is is unbelievably challenging when you look at the teams colorado had to beat to get to the finals and right. the teams we had to beat to get to the finals it was just unbelievable and the, the toll it took on the players and the toll it took on the coaches it was it was just an amazing experience but it, it really is grueling for everybody but fun The best fun you'll ever have in your life.
1: And you can't talk about the NHL's best goaltenders of all time without saying Grant Fuhr's name. Five-time Stanley Cup winner, six All-Star Game appearances, inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in 2003. Gretzky says he thinks Fuhr is the greatest goaltender in NHL history. And when Grant was a guest, we talked about his time in Edmonton playing with Gretzky, the great one, Messier and Anderson and Curry and from all the teams he played with. Clearly, those years had to be the best years. Uh, You know
2: what? They were all good years, but being from just outside Edmonton, anytime you can play at home in front of your friends and family is obviously special. So I'm kind of partial to Edmonton. Yeah.
1: And, And what was that like looking out? You're seeing Gretzky, there's Curry, there's Anderson, there's Messier. Like, wow. Hey, I get the best seat in the house for it.
2: So I mean I think that's the fun part is I get to see it every day. I get to see it at practice, so I knew what other goalies were facing. Yeah. Easily the best seat in the house to enjoy the show.
0: You're listening to the best of episode of the Todd Cast Podcast.
4: I'm coming.
6: podcast is powered by Milano coffee, bringing you the finest espresso and coffee concepts in the world online at milanocoffee.ca.
1: A look at this week's keyboard warriors, Todd's Trolls on the Toddcast podcast. And quite honestly, the next time you're surfing around online, you'll see it everywhere. Chirp, chirp, go the trolls. Doesn't matter what it is, no one and nothing is safe. And this week, it's a best of, the trolling that we found online in the last little while. They released the follow-up to one of the biggest cult classic movies of our generation. Bill & Ted Face the Music was released August 14th, almost 30 years after their original Excellent Adventure.
10: New drinking game. Every time Keanu Reeves does that stupid look that he does, drink. Shittiest has two T's in it, right? Want to make sure i get this tweet just right hollywood has sucked for decades there's zero creativity can i get an amen
1: covid canceling and postponing like mad the indianapolis 500 was in late august even though it was planned for may
10: 24th hard pass can't think of a more boring way to spend an afternoon new drinking game every time they complete a lap drink this will be the only way to make this interesting. Honestly, I'd rather like piss popsicles than watch a bunch of dudes driving around a track making one big left turn.
1: And My Morning Jacket have a new album out. It's called The Waterfall 2.
10: You could hold a gun to my head and I wouldn't be able to tell you the name of one of their songs or albums. If you're listening to My Morning Jacket, you gotta hand in your man card. Jeez, they missed the boat on this one. They should have called the album Melba Toast.
6: Todd's Trolls on the Toddcast podcast is powered by The Garage, Games, and Geekery. Your place to play RPGs, board games, and Warhammer in Maple Ridge. Online at garagegames.ca.
1: I don't know what it is about throwing in a banjo and a cello, I believe, in music like that, but it works. That band is Dead Quiet, and the title track from their recently released third album is called Truth and Ruin. ton of great reviews, seeing them on Facebook and stuff, for this album. I cannot say enough good things about this band. If you're into that riffy hard rock, they are a must-have for the collection. You heard Chase the Bear, and their song was called Home, and we'd actually planned... To have them play at the railway for a podcast show, I think it was back in April, but of course COVID made that an impossibility. Good band. I've seen them play a couple times live. And when we get that sorted, make sure you come to this show. Speaking of live music, you can find info for shows that I find and the ones that bands tell me about with the indie scene at ToddHancock.ca. Slowly the scene is coming back. More and more, there's live, there's stream shows. Make sure to get out there and support. If they're asking for donations, they're asking for a reason. Brought to you by Mystic Rhythms Rehearsal Studios. 40 plus years experience in the music industry. They're vets. Find out more at mysticrhythms.ca. Okay, back to more guests in this Best of 2020 podcast, episode 228 and a few of our entertainment guests, all of whom are brought to you by Tomes. Can't get to sleep or have a hard time staying asleep? Let them help. The first seven nights are 100% free at Tomes.com. That's T A U M M homs.com. We talked to Dr. Brooke Goldner right around the time the coronavirus was really getting a strong foothold back in March, February, yeah, March. A super interesting conversation with her. Uh, she's known for writing three best-selling books: Goodbye Lupus, Goodbye Autoimmune Disease, and Green Smoothie Recipes to Kickstart Your Health and Healing. Maybe you've seen her in documentaries, Eating You Alive whitewashed the conspiracy against your health dr goldner has been on the cover of vegan health and fitness magazine three times she's been on the cover of fit over 40 and is known worldwide for developing a nutrition-based treatment for lupus and when dr goldner was a guest we covered lots of ground including this why is it that some people don't remember their dreams
9: Yeah, so part of it is that we don't store it in the place where we usually put our memories unless we uh, actually speak about it or write about it afterwards. And no one's really clear on why that is, most likely because they're just to help us process our feelings and not meant to become permanent memories. Right. But, um, Mm. yeah, so I know the only dreams I remember are ones that I talked about immediately afterwards and I made them real. Uh. But I do have distinct memories of Uh, That feeling of flying, it's more like floating, but uh, it's one of my favorite things in my dreams. (laughs) Hmm.
1: I don't think I've ever dreamed about flying. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I don't think I have. I know, right? Like, what? Long story short, adult film star Sarah Vandella grew up with hippie parents. They lived in Long Island in New York. At the age of 22, she started dancing in clubs, has been in triple X movies since 2007, and has worked with the big companies, Vivid and Hustler and Reality Kings. She's been nominated multiple times for Adult Video Network Awards. Listen to Sarah talk about adult performers being targeted on social media and losing their accounts out of nowhere.
9: Yeah, and thank you for bringing that up, Todd, because this just happened to me of. Uh... Recently, two weeks ago, my Instagram account, which had well over two hundred thousand followers, mm-hmm. um, was was deleted because I promoted my Mustang Ranch dates, and they said I was soliciting services for wow. prostitution. Now, yeah, and I I understand where they're coming from, but um, all I did was provide the dates I would be at the ranch and an email. And even on email, we're not allowed to discuss rates and we can't cross the line because it could shut us down. Right. Um, it's just a tool to use to get to know clients, get to know their, de- their desires, and for us to be better caregivers, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just a shame. It's a shame that we're being targeted Instagram deleted me with no warning and so I had to start over and like 200,000 <laughs> so, people that's not over.
1: fucking around that's a lot of people that no. you just suddenly lost contact with
9: and I'm and I'm grateful for those people because a lot of my peers are well in the deep 500k or right. even well over a million followers like Riley Reid and Kendra Lust etc right. and 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 that's awesome but yeah I was very grateful and proud of my 250 250- 1,000 followers, whatever it was.
1: And if you've ever thought about having a career in radio, listen to the full interview with on-air personality Randy Chase. Find it at our iTunes and Spotify SoundCloud pages. Her story is super inspiring. She has a ton of drive, determination. We first met each other when she was still doing a morning show here in Vancouver. She's since moved on to Red Deer, Alberta, still doing mornings. When Randy called up, we talked about first concerts, and hers is beauty. My first concert, that's such a good question. Um, besides, like, when
9: you're little, I went to Sharon Lewis and Bram, and I totally yeah. remember it.
1: Yeah, nice.
9: Um, well, that's, oh that's my your God. first You yeah. remember
1: it. I mean, that's your first, right? I think. I do
9: remember it. Yeah. I, I friggin' love that trio. Yeah. <laughs> um, my first concert that I could recall was the Backstreet Boys. Mm.
1: <laughs> Holy crap. I love them. Like, setting the bar out of the gate. Like, that show had to rule. Had oh, to. my God. Like, it blew your mind.
9: I was crying. I was like, I was um, just turning, I was 11, and we went to the Montreal Forum, and my parents, I remember, they got it for me for Christmas, and I remember opening up the gift, and I was sobbing, (laughs) just obsessed with the Backstreet Boys. Like, I've seen them nine times. Whoa,
1: nine, that's crazy.
9: Yeah, I love them. And then I remember the Fugees was my second concert, quite different. Great um, shows,
1: back-to-backs.
9: Except one, I walked out high.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I what Very high. Hmm. <laughs> it I'm wasn't worried, the like. backstreet point Let's yeah. And thanks for the hint. Entertainment
6: guests of the Todd Cast Podcast are powered by Tomes, where quality sleep matters. Find out more at Tomes.com. That's T-A-U-M-M-H-O-M-S dot com. <laughs>
1: that a little kick in the teeth to wrap things up cobra ramon and a new song for those guys a rocker black mountain another band that was scheduled to have played a podcast show opening up for econoline crush earlier this summer of course covid making sure you didn't get to see that one either hopefully all of that will change soon enough and that is going to do it for this one Episode 228, a best of 2020 podcast. My name is Todd Hancock. Thank you so much for listening right to the very end. If you like what you heard, please tell your friends. You can subscribe again on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. We're on the Dean Blundell Network out of Toronto at deanblundell.com. Cool site. And the Boot Crew Media Network out of New Orleans at bootcrewmedia.com. Comment and rate the podcast. Search it out through Toddcast Podcast. Of course, huge thanks to all of our wonderful sponsors. We could not do it without their unwavering support. Just amazing. Find links to all sponsor websites at toddhancock.ca on the homepage. And if you want to sponsor the podcast, we have a couple spaces open right now for as little as 10 bucks a day. Hit me up. There's contact info at the homepage. Maybe we can uh, work together and do something. Till next week, don't be an asshole. Nobody wants to be around that. Have fun, play hard, and most of all, Believe in yourself.
0: The Todd Cast Podcast. Keep in touch with Todd through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and bookmark toddhancock.ca.